Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another real quick episode, episode 59. I am sat alongside my beautiful co-hosts, as always, Cam, Seth, and Tyler. Today, we have our Patreon-sponsored movie review brought to you by one of our Patreons, or patrons, should I say, Relapse. The movie is The Suicide Squad. Uh, before we get into the review, make sure you check out our Patreon. Uh, we have, as we've said in the last couple of episodes, we've revamped our tiers, or maybe not revamped, maybe that's the wrong word, but we've updated a few of our tiers, um, making it a little more uh, admirable for you guys. So definitely check those out. And of course, we finally dropped um, all of our merchandise. The the response and the reception has been um you know, beyond what any of us thought. It's been really positive so far. So thank you to everyone who's supporting us. It really means the absolute world. Um, so without further ado, let's get right into it. We are reviewing James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, which is a sequel slash soft reboot of the uh, 2016 Suicide Squad. Obviously not the most well-received movie. Super villains Harley Quinn, Bloodsport, Peacemaker, and a collection of nutty cons at Bell Reef Prison join the super-secret, super-shady Task Force X as they are dropped off at the remote, enemy-infused island of Corto Maltese. This is James Gunn. Obviously, everyone's on a little James Gunn high right now coming off of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So we will do, as we always do, go around, give a very quick, spoiler free review and then we'll get into a little bit of spoilers i can't imagine we're gonna like really deep dive this movie it's been out for two years now you know everyone's seen it i think this is a rewatch for myself cam and tyler this is a first watch for mr seth's film review so seth i will start with you i was very excited for you to finally check this uh off your watch list because i i did think you were going to enjoy it and i'm happy you did so give us your thoughts Seth. have we heard his score yet no uh, i you saw have. it I saw you it on Letterboxd, yeah. Oh, I didn't see it. Four out of five? Three and a half. <laughs> this is a spoiler. <laughs> this is a spoiler. Um, yeah, so I, I watched the first, the original Suicide Squad, like years ago. Uh, I hate as much as most people, but definitely didn't like it. Uh, I, I, I did enjoy this like, quite a bit. Um, I think that... For me, it kind of struggled to find his footing, but when it did, it was it had James Gunn's unique flair, and I think he excels with that because it is it's a bizarre and strange film that works in most areas, doesn't work in some. Some areas fell a bit flat for me, and it felt like it didn't really know what direction it wanted to head. But a lot of it felt but most of it felt fresh, funny, and just incredibly unique. Um, I I enjoyed majority of the characters. I think that James Gunn has a knack for allowing comedic timing and, and the lines are funny. I think uh, Sylvester Stallone's shark was fucking hilarious, man. Like, he is like my Drax. He's the DC Drax. I I tweeted it earlier that the scene, like some of the scenes he says just had me dying. Burr. Like when they're all, yeah, they're discussing Burr. the locations on the walkie-talkies and then he's just like, bird. Like, <laughs> I that was like the first time I heard Drax say Harbulary batteries. I just replayed that shit over and over again because it just made me laugh. And there's little unique moments throughout. You know, there's a lot of I actually really like Peacemaker, for example. Um, I think Margot Robbie is great as Harley Quinn, as she proved, and she had that, you know, that uh, we won't go into too much detail, but that escape scene kind of thing, which I thought was great. And I think it just it has this unique visual flair. Yes, a little bit messy at times. Yes, I don't know where exactly where it 
I don't think it knows exactly where it needs to go, but it's a weird, fun thing that I did have a good time with. Uh, I give it a three point five, which is um, probably around was what I was expecting, considering I gave the first, the original a two, which is quite low, but again, not crazy low. Uh, and still too I'm, high. Still too high. I I don't <laughs> mind. I think it's, I think I, you have it at two and a half, George. I just love. Do I? You're too high. No uh, shot. Yeah, I I think it's like. I knew that I'd enjoy this a little bit more. Now you have it at two as well. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. Still too high. Still too high. I gotta both. change that. <laughs> uh, and like, I knew I'd enjoy this more. And I knew that from what, you know, you guys have said to watch it. I've had people telling me all the time to watch it. And it seems to be a very cult following movie. Like, I give it a 3.5, which is a good score. My <laughs> comments are just like, L, 3.5 is too low. And Tyler, I've seen yours. Yours was exactly the same in your review as well, which is quite funny. Um, but yeah, I did enjoy it. Mine are the exact opposite. Everyone's like, L, four and a half, too high. Really? Yeah. People yeah. went people, in on my review. People bro. are annoyed at me. Oh, I didn't know like, Tyler was at a three and a half. I thought he liked this a lot. He, he, a three and a half is liking a lot. <laughs> no, it's not liking a lot. A three and a half is liking it. Liking it no, a lot. No, liking it is like a three a... for me. Liking it is a three. Then liking lost three for five. Thinking so it's really good is a four. Great four by five. All-time favorite five. There you go. That's my score. There you go. But yeah, three point five. How many times? How many times have we argued our rating system? Too many. Too many. <laughs> not enough. I would say. Cam, since you're already not. talking and you're our resident MCU oh, yeah. guy, talk to us about this DC movie that you enjoy. First off, first off, you always drop on a Friday. Happy fun drink Friday, everybody. It's <laughs> Memorial Day for us, but uh, having a nice margarita right now. Happy fun during Friday, realtalkpodcast.com. Get your shirts right now. <laughs> um, I will say, I think this is probably, maybe not the first time ever, but definitely first time ever for a super superhero movie. Uh, the original 2016 Suicide Squad is, I'm the lowest on a one and a half out of five. You all are at two out of five. Um, wow. But wow. this one, this one, I'm probably the highest on. I believe this is my highest rated DCEU. Uh, movie the suicide squad a 91 out of 100 for myself four and a half out of five i just i really love this i, I like james gunn's humor uh, i think he's funny and has the emotional moments i i've said it time and time again he has never missed on a slow-mo superhero walk um when i first did this release in theaters no straight to hbo max it, straight to hbo oh. max okay so so this was it also had a theater release because i remember this thing like made zero dollars like it got nothing yeah. whereas like you know godzilla vs kong dune other things that also had a theatrical and streaming release still made good money this thing made nothing which is unfortunate because um in my opinion is very good um I, I, you know, I just, like I said, I love the humor. I love the emotion. Uh, people are, a lot of people are really mad that like, or like James Gunn disrespected David Ayer by killing off basically all of his characters from the original at the, in the very first 10 minutes. Um, in my opinion, first off that David Ayer movie sucked, not, not to, well, probably to his fault some, but not all to his fault. Um, but also people, people are pitching release the A or cut now on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I know, I know man. Like, like I just can't Snyder imagine. Cut, really. Yeah. Well, no, but the, the problem is he, if you, if you see like, he's like adamant, like he's like my cuts better. Like, and I guarantee you, if he got a chance to release like a Snyder cut, it would be better. Cause he had eight years to yeah. figure out what people hate from his original movie and then change it. But we won't get into that, but he is very adamant. He's like, my director's cut was a lot of be a lot better. Studio won't let you see it, whatever. Um, 
not to not to deal with that, but uh, I, in my opinion, this is the first movie where first movie, but like compared to the original Suicide Squad, they actually like die, you know. Um, and while it's like the whole group at the start, and then not really during the movie, you at least feel that sense that they have an option, have a chance to die, you know, like they are in a a. Uh, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is, but they are in the, they have the potential to die. I'll just stick with that. Um, so I feel like there's a lot of stakes in this. I think the, um, uh, I think the villain is fun, not necessarily great per se, but I think the villain villain is good enough, especially like Starro, who's obviously not the real villain. And then this movie goes online all the time of like on Twitter of like, Oh, James Gunn never makes social commentary in his movies. And that's why it's great when this, like the entire villain of this movie is like the U S government just sucks. Like, which is just the most, the funniest thing ever. Cause you always see those replies that are like, just watch the suicide squad, whatever, you know, people love to freak out about that. Um, I love the cast. I think next, next watch for you, Seth is, is peacemaker because again, directed like five out of eight episodes, I believe. Um, I don't think you'll, I don't think you'll watch it first off, but if you did, I don't think you'd like it as much as this. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's another James Gunn. Just, I I could say a million things about it, but it's another James Gunn taking a group of characters that nobody gives a flying fuck about and then, uh, making a really awesome movie for them. Um, but yeah, those are my general thoughts on it. Yeah, I'll just because me and Cam are aligned with our views, so bad hosting, but I'll just kind of piggyback off of Cam. I completely agree. I, I think in James, and I feel like we've like I'm basically reiterating everything I said for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, where I feel like James Gunn just does such a good job at like separating genres when he needs to in these movies. Um, like the comedy hits where it needs to, when he needs to get emotional, he doesn't ruin it with like you know lackluster jokes or, or lazy jokes. Um, the action is just fucking top tier right from the first scene or the second scene where like the original suicide squad goes into the court of Maltese um, all the way to like the final battle. I think the action scenes are just really well choreographed. They're really raw, really dirty. And I really enjoy that. Um, I, I funny story, this dropped, this movie came out on HBO max when I had COVID. So I was like sitting in bed, like dying, just feeling like shit. And I think I watched this movie in three days, like seven or eight times. I just, really? I just kept running it back because of how much I fucking loved it. it. It is just, I think it's really good. It sits at my third ranked DCEU movie behind Zack Snyder's Justice League and Man of Steel. And you guys know how much I obviously love those fucking movies. Um, so I, I really enjoy the Suicide Squad. I think Idris Elba, John Cena being added to the cast is just incredible. I think they worked off of one each other really well. Like they're kind of like friendly, like I hate you banter um, is just hysterical to watch. And then I, this isn't a hot take because I see someone tweet it at least once a week. Uh, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn truly is one of the best comic book castings out there. And I feel like it's very rarely spoken about when people mention like, Hugh Jackman is Logan, Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man, Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. I really think Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn needs to be in that conversation as one of the best comic book castings out there. And I'm happy she was brought back. Um, I was sad when Boomerang got tossed within like 10 minutes because I do like his character a lot. Um, he was like the best part of the original. Yeah, he was easily the best part of the original. Um, and even on the original, like I like Will Smith in the original. I think he played... Uh, 
Bloodshot or whatever his name is in the original, like pretty Deadshot. decent Deadshot, um, pretty decently well. Um, so I'm kind of aligned with Cam. I, I gave it a four and a half out of five. Um, it's my third ranked DCU movie, um, and I've rewatched it a chunk of times. Um, Tyler, we'll kick it over to you. You're you like the movie? You're a little lower than Cam and I at a three and a half out of five. Give us your thoughts. Yeah, so I watched it a year ago, and I'm just looking at my old, or over a year ago for the first time, and I'm watching like reading back my review, and I, I started off by saying I wanted to love it a lot more than I did, and then I rewatched it, and it ended up going down. So I don't know, I just think I'm just just didn't grasp onto this movie the same way everyone else seemed to in the comic book movie universe. I just found it. I don't know. I just didn't. A lot of the comedy didn't hit for me. I thought all the casting was pretty good. Wasn't any, any like standouts. Like I think Margot Robbie's great, obviously. And after watching Peacemaker, I loved John Cena. But I don't think from the Suicide Squad, I was like in love with Peacemaker. I think it was more the show that made me really like him. Um, like Idris Elba was fine. I think all the stuff with his daughter like really kind of made me just cringe. Like the Storm Reid's like a good actress too because she was in like Missing this year. She was in that episode with uh, Ellie in The Last of Us, but. I don't know. I think maybe this was just like early on or something because there's those scenes with her in the jail, like with her father, like at the beginning and then the very end. I was just like, ah, oh, this is not not my favorite. Um, but yeah, the action was good. I, I didn't care for the monster, like the 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 Starro or whatever, and all that. And the final battle just got like a little ridiculous for me. But that's what James Gunn does. He makes things ridiculous, and either you love it or you don't. Guardians of the Galaxy, I managed to love it. This one, I didn't love it as much. Um, for me, it's my least favorite James Gunn movie in terms of like comic book movies and everyone's in my comments saying like oh what about movie 43 or whatever which first of all like is that even a james gunn movie isn't that directed by like 25 people yeah like, yeah so like i don't get why he Isn't always gets credit a comic book movie or well i think i just said this is like my least favorite gun movie and I, I meant comic book movie which i guess in context i thought people would understand if they said movie 43 which some reason always gets pinned on him when it's directed by like 35 different people that he just got like a clip so i was like weird that they just give all the hate to him on that but i don't know it's like darker in a lot of ways than the guardians of the galaxy not in terms of like the violence but in terms of like the color palettes the scenes the settings it was always rainy it was always cloudy it was always dark um soundtrack wasn't really anything i was like filled with bangers compared to the any of the guardians movies so i don't know just like basically everything like guardians of the galaxy did that i loved just like taken down a couple notches which is why i land on like a 3.5 whereas the guardians i'm at like a 4 and 4.5 yeah, everyone always like comments on like whenever I give a four and a half out of five on Letterboxd, everyone always comments like what's holding it back from a five out of five and Starro the Conqueror all or just, the time. All, all the time. All the time. But it is the villain of this movie that kind of holds it back for me. I didn't care about Star the Conqueror. I never thought this movie was like about the villain. I think it was mm-hmm. just about James Gunn taking these characters and just putting them in the spotlight and just letting them work with each other. Um, and that aspect of it, I just, I absolutely, absolutely loved. Um, there's so many great character moments in this movie, even like that one scene with Taika Waititi, where he's like talking about rats being like the lowliest creatures in, in the universe. Like that got me emotional. And then there's the one scene with Ratcatcher and uh, King Shark, where she's like, oh, would you eat a friend? Then would you be my friend? Like, I just think there are a lot of like cute emotional scenes in this movie that work really well. Um, but it is a superhero comic book movie. So I do think if there's the villains not there, it's just not going to work for a five out of five for me, which is the same reason why I give the first Guardians of the Galaxy a four and a half out of five, because I just don't care about Ronan like at all. Like I didn't think that movie was about the villain. It was about these group of characters like coming together and just working with each other. Um, so yeah, are there any like spoilers we really want to touch on when we like talk about this movie? Because I feel like it's been out for so long. Obviously, everyone like 
has seen this movie. We know what we're walking into. Any particular scenes you guys want to bring up that you maybe really enjoyed? Not spoilers, but uh, oh. Yeah, I was just going to say, Seth, Seth already hit the main one. I think the, the escape scene, to me, is the best scene of the movie, the Harley Quinn escape yeah, scene. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Actually, no, I don't agree. The bird scene? The bird scene. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, with that, like, and I don't know if it's, it's not even that big of actors, but I think this cast is just so much better than the original Suicide Squad, for in my opinion, at least. Like, John Cena as Peachmaker, obviously you've gotten the show, so it's not all that fair because you have so much more like w- retroactively. But you, you have Margot Robbie and Joel Kinnaman, which are the two best in, best parts of the original, in my opinion. I think I said Jai Qu- Courtney earlier, um, but he's probably top three. But then like you just add Idris Elba, who I love, Daniel M- Daniela Mel- Melchior, uh, who's just like James Gunn's best friend now because she's in everything. I didn't uh, know. she. I thought her break was this year. Like in Guardians and, and Fast X, I had no idea she was yeah. in this film. Yeah, yeah. No so idea. I think she's great in this. I think David Dash Melton's obviously like awesome. She's and better in this than she is in Fast X. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Obvious. I think that's pretty fair. And it's also on the point of like, I think James Gunn might be the only competent person in the world, or at least in like in terms of like MCU, where he's like, this can still be a funny movie, but also like. Uh, Viola Davis is uh, Amanda Waller. She's not going to be funny because she's not a funny character. Like it feels like in the MCU, sometimes they get it where like I don't even remember Thor: Love and Thunder all that well, but they're like, oh, Gore the God Butcher might crack a joke here and there, and I don't even remember if he does. I think she was quite funny though at times. There was like a point where she's she's doing that. You got a weird sense of humor, bro. (laughs) She's doing that talk. No, but that would be like Cam. Like that would be like like Nick Fury is not a comedic character, but like the MCU has made jokes it. every once in a while. Yeah, and then like, but it's and, like, and then like, you don't. What if what if in the MCU just like everyone else is funny, but you don't have like Captain America make jokes because he doesn't, and it feels like he's kind of taking this one eighty where like, and it's not a problem. But now the MCU's just kind of dropped to like everyone's making jokes. It doesn't matter who. Like James Gunn's the. It feels like the only competent person to be like. 92% of this cast can make jokes and then just don't have Amanda Waller do it. Don't have, I mean, Idris Elba has jokes uh, here and there, like about dicks on the beach or whatever, whether that hits or not. But like, he's not like a funny character in this movie. He just like has this humor of just being dry. Um, so that's a big point. Um, and then I also want to mention, uh, shout out Sean Gunn playing two characters in this. Everyone loves him for Rocket Raccoon's mocap. He's also the mocap for Weasel. Um, and then also Calendar Man. So shout out <laughs> him for getting that spot. Again, I, did <laughs> I feel like I'm always leaving these real quicks like early. This time we have a real reason, but I, I do have to hop out. I'm I'm sorry, people. All but right. uh, shout out Sean. Five Go- minutes or no? Huh? Can you leave your iPad on for like five minutes or you got to dip tip? Just so you're like, uh, I can leave it's it okay. I can fix minutes. the overlay. It's fine. If you do, Are you come, sure? Try, try and mute it. Yeah, we're going to wrap up in like three minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> but one thing I was just going to say is like everyone always – like obviously this is all his time to time with James Gunn. Like, oh, why is he casting his wife and things? I'm counting – eight people in this cast that are in guardians so it's like oh, just because yeah, his yeah. wife oh, yeah. like there's literally eight people that are in those yeah. movies so it's like i mean i get it because it's his wife people want it but it's like he's just got his squad like he's like it's, it's not just because like, his wife direct, this is the listen yeah i'm obviously not comparing like james gunn and his cast to like 
Wes Anderson or like Nolan and his casts, but like they all do it. They all just recast the same. Like obviously his wife is going to be like the forefront of that topic of conversation because it's like, oh, maybe she wouldn't be in these movies if she wasn't his wife. But it's like, who the fuck cares? Like it's not like she's sitting there like acting terribly. Right. Like if she she was a shitty actor, then I'd be like, okay. Like uh, who – what did Francis Ford Coppola cast Sofia Coppola in? Godfather 3. Godfather 3. And she was horrific in that movie. She was terrible in that movie. Agreed. Like, yeah. that people should be up in arms. Like, at least James Gunn's wife is competently acting. Right. And, like, Sean Gunn wouldn't be in these wouldn't movies if he, his mother didn't have another son. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, if, you, like if, you, if Sean Gunn was just some random actor, I doubt he'd be in these movies. Like, yeah. it's, just, it's just, he's got his guys and it's good and it works out. He made a fun movie. He's worst thing. at mocap. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. James, I think James Gunn has talked about it before. He's like, I know what they're going to do. And I know how to direct them. So I'm just going to keep them in a fucking mocap role where no one cares. I know no one gets up in arms about Sean Gunn. But again, that's probably a little bit misogynistic there. But who cares? Whatever. Um, just Jennifer Holland is fine. She, she is she fine. Job. And she has like three lines in every movie she's yeah. in. Like she's never anything serious. Yeah. Outside of Peacemaker, she's never been like a big character. <laughs> post-credit scene of a movie he didn't even direct and they were like you've ruined this franchise like what yeah uh, all right we will we'll wrap up our guardians the, oh jesus christ we'll wrap up our <laughs> the suicide squad <laughs> that was bad my fault we'll wrap up our suicide squad review there uh cam and i a little higher we go four and a half out of five seth and tyler still enjoy the movie just not as much as myself and cam they go a three and a half out of five we will see you guys on monday for real quick episode third uh no not real quick our just regular real talk episode uh 39 i believe so everyone enjoy your weekend happy fun during friday